What's going on world? It's your girl Fluid Flower and I'm so excited to tell you all the ways that you can support me. First, if you're not following me on Instagram and TikTok, you better start now. Follow the podcast at Fluid Thoughts Pod for updates on new releases of episodes, Patreon content, and podcast announcements. When you click the link in my bio, you'll find all the links you need to support me on Patreon, Anchor.fm, and also a link to my website for blog posts, show notes, and other special projects coming soon. Whether you donate, listen, and download, or become an official patron, your support helps me to create original content and bring you fresh, fluid, flower flavor that I know you love. Did I mention I have audiobooks that are written and read aloud by me exclusively on Patreon? Trust me, you won't want to miss out on these stories. So go ahead, subscribe, like, follow, share, and most of all, enjoy. Your support is forever appreciated. Now let's get back to the show. Well, shit. (laughs) Welcome back, girls, gays, thems, and theys. I am your gracious host, Fluid Flower, and bitch, I am tired. Y'all know I was on break last week because I just needed time to myself. But also, I like literally really considered if I wanted to come back this week at all because of so much shit that is going on bitch we're about to get into the mess we're about to get into the business the nitty-gritty of it all because y'all know (laughs) y'all know I have thoughts (laughs) before we even begin I just want to say motherfuck America motherfuck America's mama America can eat a dick America can lick my balls (laughs) Yeah, remember that episode of the boondocks um i think it was like season three episode one it's a black president huey freeman and they were like doing the spoof of of pastor jeremiah Wright. <laughs> motherfucker america motherfucking america's balls like all that stuff it was great and honestly that just encompasses how i feel right now and one of the reasons why i didn't even know if i was gonna come back to the show is because it feels so weird trying to create content and put in work and do work at your regular nine to five and like, you know, have a routine and try to schedule things. When it's like, there's so much shit going on. Roe v. Wade is overturned. White people are on TikTok talking about, you thought the Black Lives Matter protests were bad? We're the daughters of the witches. You couldn't burn no bitch. You're not the daughters of the witches they couldn't burn. You're literally the granddaughter of a Klansman. Your dad literally has your grandfather's clan robe in his closet right fucking now. Please stop. <laughs> I'm trying to be lighthearted and comedic about all of this, but it's also just like, can y'all please shut the fuck up? Black disabled people, black organizers, indigenous people have been telling y'all everything, have been sounding the alarm for literal fucking years. But every single time, white people, rich people, whatever kind of people are just forcing down your throat the neoliberalism. And it's like, well, you still have to get out and vote. Well, if you didn't vote, you can't complain. Bitch, I will complain about whatever the fuck it is I want to complain about, bitch. And you know what we're going to complain about today? Motherfucking Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, fuck you, you big 
fat, nasty, oompa loonka looking ass bitch. You took Rofi Wade off the motherfucking schedule, bitch. <laughs> but and and like I said, I'm being comedic, but I'm just like I'm tired. Like the the conversation about bodily autonomy and the state trying to literally rule you rule over and lord over your body is a conversation that people need to have in terms of y'all need to know that they're not just gonna stop there and people have already like been talking about this right there's tons of posts and stuff and twitter threads and tiktok videos of how um uh coon thomas <laughs> let me not call him that i don't care how does motherfucker talking about, yeah, we need to look at the precedents for uh, same-sex marriage and birth control and just essentially looking at all of these decisions that essentially protect us as citizens and protect us as people to control some sort of autonomy that we have in our own lives. What I've put together from reading other people's analysis is that essentially what is happening is not only are they, they have, not only have they essentially made abortion a state's rights issue because the language is like they're gonna throw it throw the power back to the state right it is also a thing of the elite class of people or the ruling class because these people are not elite there's nothing special about them but the the ruling class of people with all of the power and the mechanisms to gain power they're trying to ensure that there is a labor force and that there is people to subjugate so they can continue to power to have power they don't want poor people having access to birth control and health care because they're concerned about the the stability of the american empire they're concerned about if everybody has upward mobility and is able to move into these jobs that are not essentially because we're all wage slaves but these jobs that are that pay very low have very little protections can't bargain can't form unions or you get um you know fired or retaliated against or they cut your wages uh, so low that you experience homelessness they're doing their damnedest to make sure that there is a lower class of people to always and continually oppress and when there's always a lower class of people to always and continually oppress and you don't have access to safe and health abortions those children will grow up in poverty will grow up in homelessness houselessness will will you know have a higher chance of becoming wards of the state you become a ward of the state it's a higher chance of you becoming incarcerated you become incarcerated and now you belong to the state you're a literal actual slave and that is what they're trying to do to make sure that they always have a means for labor and a means for capitalism to continue because capitalism cannot continue without our exploitation and without the exploitation of our labor and and that is why i was like hmm do I feel like coming back and like working when at this moment, whether it's working at my nine to five or working to my content, do I feel like coming back and working when really all what we all need to do is just fucking stop. We all need to stop, literally stop working, stop going places. And the reason why we we don't have the the gall or the gumption to do it is because we're not organized. We need to make sure we create a community network of people to where we all have each other, right? If every, think about it, if everybody in your apartment complex says, I'm not paying rent, they don't have enough police officers to sit up here and try to evict all these people. They just fucking don't. There are hundreds of people who live in your apartment complex. You form a tenants union, 
There's nothing that your landlord can do. Ain't nothing but these companies can do. What they gonna do? Bulldoze you out of there? They can't do that. And even if they do, how they gonna do that when it's 400 of y'all and only about 50 of them? We, this is the time now to organize and to help and be with each other. The other day, I was in a grocery store. This is literally like a few weeks ago. Not even a few, excuse me. This was a few days ago. And I'm so thankful to the universe, to God, how God is like really trying to turn my financial situation around. Um, but I was at the grocery store. And I wanted to pick up some groceries and I knew that by the time I put four or five things in the basket, that's $50. But those four or five things aren't even going to hold me over to the end of the week. And I'm just thinking like, how am I going to survive and get food? And I was like, I should just steal it. The fact that I am a person who, like I said before, I have a pretty decent, good paying job. I mean, for Texas, but I make 48K. Someone who makes 48K, I pay 13, almost $1,400 a month in rent. That's essentially one whole paycheck. Then half the other paycheck goes to Carno. And I'm still sitting here having to think like, I need to steal food because I don't have enough money to feed myself. That is fucking crazy. This is the type of country that we live in, that we have people. That's why there's so many people who are catching onto the drift that the middle class doesn't exist. Technically, I'm considered middle class. I have a college degree. I have a, 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 a middle median wage job that is supposed to be able to support my cost of living here in the state of Texas. But I'm over here contemplating I need to steal these packs of chicken thighs so that I can make sure that I have enough to eat. That I'm like, mm, let me just make a mad dash to my car because ain't nobody finna stop me because you know a whole bunch of stores don't have chase policies. And bitch, if a bitch chase me, <laughs> then we can get into it. And, cause, and it's that bad. And so if that's me going through it, imagine what the people who don't have shit are going through it. We need to build community, period, point, the end. It is inflation, it's uh, of gas prices, grocery, rent. These people who are in the ruling class are essentially price gouging us. And you have the mass media, which is essentially state-sponsored media, trying to ensure that um, people's find a, a person to blame or whether it's Putin or fucking China. All of that shit is fucking bullshit. Bitch, China don't run shit over here. This some motherfucking bullshit. It is the people who have stock in oils and war companies uh, and, and, and weapons companies that are like, let's exploit the poor. Let's exploit the working class for, for as much as they have. And let's see how much they can take before they riot. And if you think all of this shit is not interconnected, you have another thing coming to you. There are more of us than there are of them. These people should be afraid. They should be scared of, you know what? Let me not raise the gas prices because I don't know what's going to happen. You know what? Let me not increase the price of food because I don't know what's going to happen because that, that might get me, <laughs> that might get me messed up. You know what I'm saying? It took what, like, what, five minutes after the decision came out a few days ago on that morning? I think it was, like, on Monday morning or Tuesday morning or something. I think it was Monday morning. Um, so it come, the decision comes out Monday morning. Everybody's talking about it. It took five minutes for me to start getting emails from Democratic donors and, uh, excuse me, from Democratic Party members about, oh, women's rights will be on the ballot in November. Bitch. If, if, let me, if I just slap you in your stupid mouth, you're asking me to lubriski for your, for my money, for my hard-earned coin. You're asking me to now be going and donating 
to Democratic Party. Nancy Pelosi, you are a millionaire. Kamala Harris, you are a millionaire. Everyone in the Congress, in the state, in the Senate, in the White House, you bitches are millionaires. And you're asking me for my poor, poor money? Hey! <laughs> One that shall never end. I have never been so fucking heated and so pissed because these bitches really think this shit is a game because what they're trying to do is fucking bait us. Every goddamn day, it's, well, it's the lesser of two evils. Well, bitch, evil is evil. I ain't never heard a lesser, I ain't never seen no lesser evil. It's literally like asking someone, well, how do you want to die? You want to die by being smushed by 18 wheeler or you do, or do you want to die by being drowned? Like it's, they're both fucking horrible and there is no way that you will escape pain in those situations. I'm not going to play with y'all. So the same thing, it's going to be a little carrot on a stick and y'all going to be sitting here like moth to a flame. So we're talking about, oh, well, you got to get out and vote. And, and, and that's fine. And my thing is, I'm not trying to knock on people who really believe in voting. At the end of the day, if that's how you express your activism, then fine. But if you want to sit up here and act like voting is the end all be all, bitch slap yourself. Shut the fuck up because it's absolutely not. Sure, voting at the local level and state level it's very important, but there's only so much that that can do. Everything goes back to organizing and, and, and building community with people. The only reason in this last month that I've been able to survive is because I have a network of family and friends who have been able to donate $30 here, $50 here, $100 here. And everything goes to food and medicine. Shit is expensive. Like normal, ordinary $30 grocery that I used to buy from Aldi or HEB can last me like seven days. But now, $30 buys like three things. Vegetables, the, a bag of fucking romaine lettuce is $4.48. Do you understand how expensive avocados are? And I'm not buying food that is like just so overtly expensive. I'm not here buying caviar. I'm buying regular degular tomatoes and avocados and wheat bread and, and turkey meat so I can make me a little, little grand turkey taco with, with a low-carb tortilla because y'all know I got the beaters. I'm not trying to do nothing fancy, but even my safe go-to foods that I can eat, something that will give me fat, fiber, and protein that won't spike my sugars up, all of that shit is expensive. And it fucks with your mental health because you're just like, I have to keep relying on people who are also experiencing tight money and also experiencing like the inflation. I have to ask them for money to help me because I don't have it. That's fucked up. And now you start feeling like a burden. But that is the cost of capitalism. That's the cost of living in America. You're so isolated from your community. Everything brings you shame. And you can't do nothing about it or you feel like you can't do nothing about it because, oh, this just is supposed to the way it is. You as an individual need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you just need to deal with it. And yada, man, fuck all that bullshit. We need to stick together. <laughs> we need to stick together. Start with your family members. Start with friends. Get to know your neighbors. I'm talking community gardens. Okay, I'm going to grow all the herbs. Somebody grow tomatoes. Somebody grow potatoes. Okay, somebody do this and somebody do that. And it's a lot easier said than done because there is such a lack of trust that has happened in between America between Americans in, in separate communities. I live in a neighborhood that is majority white, Trump supporters. 
I don't know how I'm going to organize with these people. That's why I said sometimes you got to start with your family. My sister has a garden in her backyard. I'm going to start to, you know, do my best to start growing some herbs and things and, you know, start exchanging foods like that and meeting and greeting with people. But it's even hard to meet and greet with people because also COVID is still very real. I think it's like the B5 variant, B4, B5 variant that is like really virulent, attacking the lungs. People are getting reinfections and it's just like, damn, when is this going to stop? Monkeypox has now been declared as a global pandemic. Bitch, what the fuck? Bitch, what the fuck? Bitch, what the absolute entire fuck? And through all, all of this, we're just expected to continue and carry on and climb corporate ladders and, and be distracted from the things that we should be doing, namely organizing and, and being and building community. That's why I'm just like, this, 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 all of this is bullshit. <laughs> all of this is fucking bullshit. And at the end of the goddamn day, I really wish... And I hope and I pray, and that's something that I'm going to start with my own spiritual recognition. Because anytime I start something, I always start with prayer. If I'm on this podcast in here telling people that we need to organize and build community, I want to start with a prayer within myself that the universe would lead me and guide me. Hey, how can I be a part of on the ground organizers that are assisting people to get abortions? I work from home. I barely have miles on my car. Do I need to... um? you know, lend my car to like networks and things like that. Can do I can do I need to drive people across state lines to help them go get abortions? Because bitch, I need to figure out what I need to do. So I need to consult with the universe, with God to see how I can contribute and with other people. My issue is such that I be I'm so fucking tired. And we're all fucking tired. And and the reason why, that's why I said we all just need to stop. The solution is just to sit down and rest and build community because it's so hard to do the things that I'm asking or saying that we need to do because we're so distracted by this fucking empire. I do not like living in these unprecedented times. I don't fucking like it. I think most times, you know, we're always unprecedented, but we as Americans have been shielded from that because when countries go to war, and even if America is at war with another country, the war ain't fought over here, the war fought over there. So we're not feeling the effects of shit like that, but the pandemic changed everything. Supply chains out of order. People are people are still dead, and we have a still have a do nothing president who does not give a fuck about the COVID response, and is just going to sit here and allow vulnerable populations to continue to die. We have to organize. I I am constantly in a state of just like perpetual delusion. <laughs> Because if I don't delude myself that things will get back to normal and that things will eventually be okay, I'll fucking crack under the pressure. I will. And I'm tired. And at the end of the day, (laughs) I don't know if America is the place for me. And so I've seen a lot of people talk about being expats and going to other countries. But my thing is, and I've asked this question before in this podcast, Where is it that we as black people can go where we will escape racism, where we will escape anti-blackness? And then as American citizens and just people of this earth, where is it that you can go that you will escape Western hegemony and U.S. imperialism? Because once this America decides that you're an enemy, that's it's it. It's it for that territory. It's it for that country. Once they decide, oh, well, this place has minerals. We're going to go in and take those minerals under false pretenses. We're going to fund some, 
you know, extremist group and say, we need to intervene to get the people out of there. Don't help the people. And they go, they go over there and they steal all the diamonds, the minerals, the rubies, the gold, the oil, the everything, leave the land barren and the people rotten and be like, oh great democracy. I'm fucking tired. And I know everybody else, everyone who's hearing my voice is also fucking tired too. Cause it's not just America. It's, I mean, I can't speak for other countries, but I, you know, I'm, I'm tapped in, I'm tuned in. You know, mama's is a full-blown Nigerian. My father is from Wari. My mom is from Delta State. So the stuff that's even going on in Nigeria. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is literally the world as we know it. The structure of, of countries and governments that are held in capitalism and nationalism and all these other isms are literally crumbling before our eyes. And it is up to us, the people, to organize together, build community with each other, and resist. That's literally all that we can do. I have other notes <laughs> that I want to talk about um, because like I said all these things are interconnected I am also quite tired of people using religion to justify their decision when they're like oh well life begins at conception or or that God knit them together before they were even in their mother's womb and other hysterical biblical things like that because at the end of the day all cultures across the fucking world, we're talking African, Asian, Latin American, indigenous, European, oceanic, all of these cultures have practiced abortion. Abortion is not fucking new. So the fact that you have a literal healthcare practice that is older than the Bible itself, and you now have people who are so gung-ho, these zealots, these heretics, these religious fanatics who are like, we need to protect the precious life and we need to protect the fetuses to make sure that they have a fighting chance are the same people who will come out here and structurally vote to make sure those same fetuses don't have access to fucking baby formula and don't have access to public education or fucking healthcare. Fuck each and every last one of you. And I'm so fucking serious. At some point, you need to realize that it is your very religion that justifies the domination of lands, of bodies, of people, of women, of, of, of trans people, of everything in this fucking nation is being influenced by fucking heretics and, and religious zealots who feel the need that, oh, I have this power, so therefore I'm close to God and I need to rule. You crackers are not my God. You crackers are not anyone else's God. You are simply just crackers. That's literally fucking it. And cracker is a mentality because we all know Clarence is black, but he worships white supremacy. He worships the deities of clans members, which is why his ass is over here doing this bullshit. The point is do not be swindled or swayed by people who are religious fanatics who, who think that this decision to overturn Roe v. Wade is about morality because it's fucking not it's about ensuring that the empire always has a steady workforce that will be exploited so that they can continue to be in power i have so much more thoughts and i'll probably do a part two and you might even get it this weekend but right now i'm tired i have to log off and i have to take care of my mental health because just even talking about this shit it irks me it pains me and it angers me but i will leave you with this we all have to figure out our part in this revolution.
because revolution is not going to come by us wishing it or wanting it. It is literally only going to come by us working for it. Until then, peace out, all power to the people. I'll be back next week with more thoughts on this, but y'all stay easy, stay breezy, and get some rest.